What's going on, everybody? JD De La Fuente, and this is Mr. Aaron Apache. And this is Bridging the Gap, Episode 2. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We are super excited about what we're sharing today. We are going to talk about why you must fail in order to succeed. So we're going to dive right in. Um, right here, what you see is transparency. Yes. Aaron and I were talking earlier about, you know, hey, man, we just saw our episode one. We're like, <laughs> man, kind of like looking a little rough. But here's the thing. We're going to be very authentic, um, hence why we're on this Facebook Live right now so people can tune in. Yeah. We want you guys to see the raw thing about, you know, what this is all about and what we're all about. Yeah, so, I, I agree. I think a lot of times when you see, you know, like podcasts and people jumping on, new speakers and hosts, it's just like they're dressing up and that's not who you guys what you see is what you're going to get every single episode that we do whether we're going live just to show you a sneak peek behind but this is us like we're going to be talking but we're going to be dropping you guys some fire some knowledge and some value so when you leave that podcast and you you stop listening or you stop watching that live or you stop watching the youtube wherever you're watching or tuning in from they're going to feel like man i got something out of this i stood on for 30 minutes or however long 45 minutes and this was fantastic so excited for this episode so you ready to get started Man, I'm pumped up. Bro. All right, man. All right, let's I, I woke get... up excited, bro. Yeah, you know like, like just like amped up. Let's go. It's Wednesday, dude. Yes, I know what we're doing yes. every Wednesday, and we're going to be right here doing our thing, dude. Yes. And I'm excited, bro. I like that. I like it. Win Wednesday. Put that down right there. Ooh. Win Wednesday. That's how you should look at it. All right. So, jumping right in. I know yesterday we spoke about just the topics of this conversation. In order yeah. to succeed, you must fail. And I, you had a great story that was like, you was like, man, I'm about to talk about this great story story of jumping off the ledge like why most people they get stuck they're 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 in that process of i feel like i'm failing where i'm currently at but i'm afraid to jump off that ledge what happens if i fail what happens if i if i don't succeed so i want you to jump in on that and just hit mm. hit this topic out the park yeah man that's so it was crazy because i had just um i just had a situation where that com that conversation was had, and then you and I jumped on the phone shortly after that to kind of talk about what we were going to talk about today, and um, it, man, it's crazy because the guy that was over helping me, his name's Craig Taylor. He's a really good. He's like a father figure to me. Um, he's he's our electrician, and he's done. He's helped us throughout our business for years, and he's like I say, man, he's just he's been there, and him and I had a conversation in the driveway as you know he he's thinking about him and his wife are thinking about selling their house, thinking about doing like a downsize or something like that. And he said, man, he goes, my wife is like very motivated to do this. And she, she told me that I had never jumped off a ledge. Like you've never jumped mm -hmm. off and just done it. And for some people that looks different. Yeah. And, but for her to tell him like, man, you he's got a very secure job. We've all been there, done that. You've done the corporate world. Yeah. I've done the, you know, the typical eight to five. And for her to tell him that, he was just like, yeah, you're right, you know? Yeah. And and there's it's, it's not good or it's not bad, but it was just her expressing her feelings. So Peggy tells Craig, you know, you've never jumped off. And I said, man, sometimes that's what it takes. Yeah. And you have to jump. I said, I, I said I've jumped off so many cliffs and edges that I can't even count it anymore. I don't even know I love it. how many times I've jumped because I know that's what it takes to get there. Yeah. And I don't worry. And he said, yeah, but you're successful, man. Look at you. You're doing this, doing that, and, and, you're, and you're winning. 
And I said, yeah, but you don't know the struggle that of is. jumping off that ledge. Mm -hmm. And people don't see that, you know, P people just see like, oh, man, this beautiful life that you have. But they don't know, man. They don't yeah. know what it takes for a person to jump off a ledge that they don't know what's down there. Yeah. Right. So you jumped and you're going. Yep. It's it's fight or flight. You're going. Yep. And guess what? I've failed so many times, Aaron, that I can't even count how many times I've failed. Every single day, fail, fail, fail. But that's okay, you know? And for me, it's just that I have jumped. And I continue to say yes to any opportunity that comes across, whether I know it or I don't know it. I don't need to know it. I don't need to be a professional to jump off that ledge in that certain thing. I'll figure it out. Mm. I will mm. figure it out. And for me, with him and I having that conversation, it was just like, dang, dude, I, you know, it kind of made me think. And I shared some stories with him. I said, dude, I partnered up with a business partner this year. We closed six deals. We went through a lawsuit buying a house. We went through over a year of trying to replot some land. And it was literally beating me to a pole every day. And, but I learned so much through those. Those were all failures that happened. Mm -hmm. But when we closed that last deal and I look back and I go, dude, all that was water under the bridge. And how much did we learn through all yes. those failures that were eating us up and eating our family alive, eating our, our spirits alive. But at the end of the day, all those failures led up to something so great to be able to say, man, that was water under the bridge. We did it, dude. We did it. We could have quit. We yeah. could have quit. We could have threw in the towel, $10,000 attorney knocking on the door. Hey, I want my money. Yeah. We could have we gave up right then. But, man, we looked each other in the eyes and said, dude, we're, we're here. Yeah. We're here now. We're going to go. There's only one way to go. I, I love that you said we could have quit. And I think a lot of people that's watching this or listening to this, they could do the same thing. Like, you always ask yourself, I could quit. But why didn't you quit? What made you not quit? The, that word, Aaron, is just not even in the vocabulary, bro. Mm. It's not even there. The word quit, the word can't, I threw those in the garbage years ago. Love it. Right uh, Around the first time that I met you, shortly after that, those words are no longer in my vocabulary. I don't want to be around people that say negative things like that. I don't want to know nobody that says anything like that. So quit is just not an option for me. Mm. And why is it not? That's a great question that... I could go, we could dive real deep into, but for me, it's about the eye on the prize. I know where I'm going. Mm -hmm. I know where I got to get. I can't quit. I can't do that. I cannot quit. It's not, it's not even an option because if I quit, how am I going to get to there? I've yeah. got big old visions. You know, man, you know yeah. how big our goals, you're the same way. How big are your visions? How big are your goals? Man, how, how can I achieve those if I quit? If I'm a quitter. I agree. Are my kids going to look at me? Dad's a quitter, man. Yeah. He, look, look, he done laid down. You know, and that's what we're doing this for, right? Like, my kids are watching. My wife's watching. Mm -hmm. My friends are watching. The people I want to motivate, they're watching. You're watching. How, how, how can I ever motivate anybody to do anything and grab other people's arms and business partners and say, let's go to the top mm. if, I, if they see me quit? Powerful. Ain't Powerful. Happening. I love that old saying that goes, winners never quit, quitters never win.
Yeah. I, lo- I mean, I love that saying. It's so true because if you quit, you're never going to be a winner. Right. And I mean, think about it. Everybody you know that's a winner in life. They don't quit. They just have this mentality. I am not going to quit. Regardless of how hard this is going to be, come hella high water, I'm going to push through. That's right. Because I believe, and I love that you said, you don't know what's, once you jump, that's it. There, right. There's nothing you can, you can't jump, re, you know, do a right. backflip and land back on top of that ledge. Right. You're going all in. You're in. And you've gone, every single time you have jumped off that ledge, you've gone all in. You have to. Oh, my goodness. I love it. I hope you guys are getting some value from this content because I think people need to hear that. How many of y'all have sat at that ledge and thought, man, I'm scared. I'm scared. And we're going to talk about that, about fear, fear itself. But how many of you guys have sat at that ledge and said, I'm scared to jump off. I'm scared I'm going to fail. I'm scared I'm I'm not going to have success. And meanwhile, the people you're supposed to be jumping off are looking right at you like, man, if they ain't going to jump off a ledge, I'm never going to jump off that ledge either. Like you just said, I do it for my family. Family, I do for my friends, do for my loved ones. If they see me quit, then I'm a quitter in their eyes, and it is okay for them to quit. And think about it, being a dad, it's okay for your kids to quit. You would never want your kids to quit, right? So I love it. And think about it. Who's ever listening or watching this right now? Would you want your kids to quit? Think about it when they go to school and they, they're failing a test. You want to say, ah, screw it. Don't worry about the test. Quit. Don't worry about it, right? Yeah. Oh, don't worry about being on that sports team that you, you love so much. Quit. No, you would never say that. So right. why not tell yourself that every single day? Yeah, I agree Love with that. that. I've heard you say a million times that you talk about like your, you know, why if I heard you talk about like, okay, your kids are always watching and exactly what you just said, where you're, you're the, you are the model, right? For your kids mm-hmm. and they're always watching. I've heard you talk about that, man. Tell us a little bit about how you feel. How do your kids see you? Oh, man. They, you know, <laughs> you're grinding, dude. I mean, what do they, how do they feel about that? Uh, you know, that's a, that's a great question. It always it hits the emotional strings because I truly believe without, without a shadow of a doubt, if you say my kids are my why or I do everything for my kids, which most pe- people would, if you're a parent, you can say my kids are my why, I'm doing everything for my kids. If you are like that and you have that mentality like, ah, man, I do everything for my kids, you got to keep this in mind. What you do, they see. And they look up to you. And even if they don't tell you that, they're still always going to look up to you. So if you're a quitter, your children will be quitters. It's going to be very hard for them to overcome the generational mindset that you created for them. I want you to think about it. If you create a a quitting mentality for your children, it carries over generation after generation. Now, if you create a winning mindset, you know what? I'm going to fail my way to success. Your children will be like, you know what? I'm going to fail my way to success just like my mom, just like my dad. And that mentality I have, my kids, when they see me work hard and they see me struggle, they see me not quitting. And I'll give you a great story. A few months ago, I was doing a Taekwondo belt test, and I hurt my back early, and my son does Taekwondo with me. I hurt my back to the point where I could not even complete a kick to pass my test. And it took me 12 tries. And I'm talking about like, when you ever hurt your back to the point you can't even bend down, you can't even walk. Mm. But what was in the back of my head, my son was looking at me going like this. And I said, if Mm. I quit on him, then Mm. I am, then forever, he will have that in his head, it is okay to quit. And ironically, the, the moment that that triggered, I just gave it my all in, in severe pain, broke the board, passed the test, 
But yeah. I looked at him and that pride, JD, that pride he had was like, man, I don't know if my dad's Superman or not, but I know he was in pain. But he yeah. saw that that approach that, oh, man, he did not quit. He could have walked. He could have said, I'll do it another time. I'll take the test another time. But he saw me go through pain and still complete. And what did he do? Pass the test right along with me. Yeah. He did not let nothing stop him. The, the, the kick was hard. He didn't care. So that uh, that mentality of your kids watching you guys, it is unbelievable. They see everything you do. They literally live and breathe to see everything you do. And at the end of the day, I always say this, especially to mothers out there, you're your children's first superhero. I believe that with all my heart. Like you right. see all these characters and all these different characters on TV. You are your children's first superhero. They will always, always look up to you until you give them reason not to. And if you quit or you don't run and chase after your goals and dreams, chances are you're setting them up for failure and you don't even realize it. You continue to tell yourself, my kids are my why. I'm doing everything I, I, I want to do in my life for my kids. But why are you quitting for your kids? Why are you holding back for your children? Yep. So I believe that on my heart, like for me, my kids have seen me fail but my kids have also seen me succeed. And in that spite of failure that they've seen me at, I remember looking at their eyes, I remember looking at my kids' eyes and the disappointment that they had when I was failing. And I remember the disappointment they had when I quit on myself. And I said, I will be damned if I will ever give them that disappointment again. And it went from my kids being disappointed to my kids saying, especially my boys, it's hits in my heart, saying, Dad, when I grow up, I won't be like you. Now that is powerful, you guys. And regardless if they do the same industry or they do the same job, they want to be like you, meaning the model that you created for yes. them. That's what it boils out to. Man, that's good stuff right there, bro. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing from the heart, man. I Absolutely, know, like, bro. I know we love our kids, we love <laughs> our family. And guys, if this is what we are about, we're both fathers and both married, we have families, and we're, we want to be relatable, man. We're going to talk about things that are people related, man, talking about, we're going to talk about family. We're going to talk about marriages. We're going to talk about, you know, get down to the roots of, of what's going down. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we're going to take a short break. Nice, good break. And um, it, when we come back, we're going to bring some more heat to you soon. Yes. And uh, you guys stay tuned. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. See you guys in a little bit. EliteProductions.video offers professional production services for commercials, conferences, concerts, or podcasts. Contact EliteProductions.video. Don't let your memories fade. Capture them. From seniors to weddings and from small to large commercial productions, trust Shutter King's photography. What's going on, everybody? My name is JD De La Fuente. This is Aaron Apate. And this is your second episode of Bridging the Gap. Thank you guys so much for being here and for staying on with us. Um, right now, we're going to jump into our next topic, and we're going to talk about how everyone knows what it feels like to fail, because we mm -hmm. do so frequently. But what does it feel like to succeed? Mm. So, Love the topic. Man, I, Aaron, I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna knock this one out of the park, bro. Because I know your. I know your mindset <laughs> when it comes to failure. And some people might not understand this. Those of you watching on Instagram Live, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, so I know 
you're gonna kill this one, bro. Tell me, tell me a little bit about why people are so comfortable with failing. Like they do it all the time, but why they? Why are people so scared to succeed? Like why? Because they have that fear of, they have that fear of failing, right? So they don't know what success feels like, right? But my mentality is this. Everybody knows what failure feels like. We all know like what failing feels like. We've all failed in one form or another, but people get comfortable in being in that failure. They stay in their comfort zone. When they fail, it, they're just comfortable. They're like, I'm comfortable. I, I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. What are you afraid of? Like, what are you? You already know what failing yeah. feels like. Why yeah. not know what the feeling of success feels like? Why not know the feeling of accomplishing a goal feels like? Why not the feeling of knowing I did it? What does that feel like? You know what failing feels like. It's a feeling we've all experienced in one form or another. Whether, whether it is school, it is job, it is you name it. We failed in one form or another. Even sports, working out, something, we have failed. So we know what failing feels like. So that, that mentality of I am fearing failure. No, you're not. You're lying to yourself when you say that. You are fearing success. You are fearing getting outside of your comfort zone. You're fearing that other life that awaits you that you're afraid of experiencing. You're fearing people judging you. You're fearing people making fun of you. You are fearing the life that you deserve because you're so used to failing. That's the truth. And they don't want to tell themselves that. They sit back and think, nah, man, I'm just afraid. I'm afraid of failing. Everybody's failed in their life. Right. How do you feel right now? Are you currently failing in your life right now? I want you guys, if you're watching or listening or watching this live, I want you to ask yourself, are you failing right now? Are you unhappy with your job? Are you unhappy with your health? Are you unhappy with your goals? Are you unhappy with your finances? If you can say yes to those questions, you are failing. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's failure right there. If you're unhappy and you're not happy where you're currently at, that's failing. You feel like you failed yourself. Yeah. But what about switch it now? Switch your mindset. Yes. What about if you think about everything that you want? You, are ha you love your job. You love waking up. You love working out. You love spending time with your family. You love going on trips and vacation. You love having the income that you deserve. What is that called? Succeeding. In every aspect of your life, yeah. that's what you're afraid of. Because once again, we're putting this box. And most of the time, people put themselves in their own box. They have a glass ceiling above their head. They did that to themselves. And they're afraid of the other side because they're so used to, man, I grew up poor. I grew up this. Yeah. So what? So what? So what? Break that generational curse. Yes. I grew up poor. I don't care. I'm, I could quick to admit I grew up with colored money, you guys. If you don't know what that is, that's the days before EBT. I'm throwing my, my – you remember the days yeah. before EBT cards were handed out? We had colored money. I would go to the bodega, keep the money in my pocket, and wait till everybody left because I was so ashamed of spending money, a.k.a. welfare money, on food and groceries and things that we needed – and you know what? That's failing. That's, and you know, I said, I will never do that. I want to make my mom, my family proud. Yes. I'm going to overcome that. Because if you don't, you're going to have your kids experience the same thing that you experienced. And you're never going to break that generational curse because you're afraid, afraid of succeeding. Not afraid of failing because you know what that feels like. You're afraid of succeeding. And it's so powerful to shift your mindset, shift your thoughts. Don't just hold back and say, oh, man, I'm afraid of, I'm afraid of failing. What? 
You got to fail, guys, in order to succeed. There's no such thing as you have to succeed in order to fail. It's the opposite. You have to fail your way to success. Every successful entrepreneur, business person, realtor, you name it, fitness coach, you name it, has failed their way to success. Think about that phone that you're probably looking at this video or listening to Apple. They probably failed. Steve Jobs failed his way to success. He didn't come out the gate. They were building this computer in the garage. Their first investor, their first investor did pull back the money because he was afraid that they were going to fail. That man is living in regret till this day. Pulled their money back. Said, nope, they're going to fail. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of them failing. I'm not going to invest in this company. Pulled his money back. And now I wonder what happened to him. Exactly. Think about that. So, you guys, you have to understand we all going to fail in life. We know what it feels like. We know that this is life. Like, this will happen. But I would rather fail my way to success believing in myself and betting on me than having other people, relying on other people for my form of success. 100%, dude. I love that, man. I love that. Man. You know what I'm saying? Get me fired up, brother. Thank you so much for that. Man, Aaron, tell me a little, tell me maybe a time in your life where you did fail, that things were just, (laughs) things were just not working out. Maybe you, you know, I know like, we're always focused on our visions. We're always trying to chase our goal. And by golly, we're going to get there. But maybe there was a time in your life where you're like, man, this is what I want. And this is my goal. And you were chasing it. And you were chasing it. And then you hit just an ultimate fail. Tell me about a time that, you know, you can share an experience in your life that you were that you just you it just didn't work out. Boom. You hit a failure, a failure block and and it killed you. But it also helped you succeed to meet that goal oh yeah absolutely so there was a time when i worked uh this was about nine and a half years ago 2013 i'll never forget it uh, i was working at a corporate job um doing some literally something i hated i didn't even know why i jumped into this job because i was working at a gym i was working at a corporate gym not gonna name the names and um I hit a wall, I hit that ceiling, and they told me, they straight up said, we can't promote you because you don't have the education. We can't promote you because you don't have the experience. We can't promote you Mm. because you're just not what we're looking for. Mm. Imagine somebody else dictating your finances or your livelihood because you're not what they're looking for. And so I quit the gym and I went to to a corporate job that I I was just miserable at. And I took my misery out on my family. At the time, my my wife, uh, me and my wife, we were going through issues and she got sick of me. I'm gonna be honest, my wife doesn't mind me sharing the story. She got sick of me and said, I can't deal with you. You're not the person I fell in love with. You have changed so much that I don't want my daughter or our daughter to see the man you're becoming. And literally guys packed her stuff up and left and packed her stuff up and left. And I had hit rock bottom. Um, And I did that to myself because I brought negative energy home every single day. You know how to say, leave your problems and your your, your issues at work. Don't bring it in the door. I brought it every day to the door, you guys. So if you're a man that's struggling with this process, promise you do not bring that negative energy to your house. And so I was rock bottom, man. And I cried. I'm a grown man. I can admit this. I cried so many times because I felt I had went through Iraq. I went through wartime. I went through, you name it, hell and back. And yet this was my life. I was working a job I hated. I was miserable. I was broken. I was broke. Not just broke, but broken. When you're broken, meaning mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, I was broken, crying, praying, crying like, God, this you did not put me through war to come back to this. Right. And sure enough, man, um, 
something just happened, man. I kept praying and praying and praying. And then I got uh, introduced to my, my industry that I've been a part of for the last nine years. And I asked myself that question. Do I want more out of life? Am I willing to take that leap, that jump, just like how we said in the last segment, making that jump off that ledge? And you know what? I did it, and I wasn't afraid of failing because I already had hit failure. Yeah. I was rock bottom. And there's a funny saying, and I love it so much, and all the parents are like, I know where that saying's from. Only way to go from rock bottom is up. That's it. There's just no other way. When you're at the bottom of your life, there's only one way, and it's up. And I knew, guys, I knew. I'm like, you know, I'm giving it a shot. And when I gave it that shot, I made it a point to commit to this process. And I made it a point to commit to failing during this process. And in this process, I was able to get my wife back because she saw the man she fell in love with and my daughter to look at me and not just look at me as a man, but look at me as oh, man, my dad. That's my dad. Yes. You know, like a different relationship with my children, with my boys. Yeah. And you know what, JD, that was the best decision I ever made in order to step outside of that failing, I had to do something I was so uncomfortable doing, and it was not in my realm. And I, I was afraid, but I leaped anyway. I took that jump and said, you know what? The hell with it. I already know I'm tired. I'm struggling. I want more out of life. My family deserves more to life, or I'm going to give my children the same life I had. It was on pace for the same life I grew up with. I'm going to give it to them. And you know what? I made that jump. And I haven't looked back since, man. Our lives have been just a dream life. We've lived in the dream life. Our marriages couldn't be any better. It's like Love every it, day, man. man, it's like a new day that we're happily married. And you know what? Because I took that leap. Yeah. Because I said, I'm going to fail my way to success. And you know what, guys? Over these last nine years, I failed. I've still failed. But you have to fail in order to succeed. And like you said in the beginning, fail, 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 success. That mindset right there, you guys. Fail, 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 success, fail, fail, success, fail, success, fail, success, 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 success. That's, yes, yes, yes. And the thing is about failure that I've learned is that if I, I already know I'm gonna fail, right? So mm. the listeners, you, you already know, you have to get your mind programmed that you already know that you're gonna fail, right? Yes. You're going to fail, so, what do you do about it? Fail faster. Mm. If I know I, I'm going to get here, how fast can I fail? Mm -hmm. How fast can I recover from that failure? Yep. And that's, dude, that's, I'm learning that the more I fail, the more I accept failure, and the faster I can recover from that failure, mm. I can, I'm, I'm climbing baby steps. It's compound. We're compounding. We're compounding. I'm taking this failure, and I'm stepping on it like a brick. Mm. Here we go. Boom. Next failure. Boom. Step up another, another brick. Boom. Another failure. Dude, let's take these failures and we just compound them mm -hmm. to the next success level, and then you're gonna fail some more. It's like a roller coaster. You're going up, you're going down, you're going up, you're going down. Mm -hmm. And I truly feel that the faster I can fail, the faster I can actually succeed. But I think it's so cool that you took that negative situation, which was rock bottom, dude, mm -hmm. down at the bottom, dude. People, you know, sometimes people go that low, Aaron, and they don't come back. Mm -hmm. They don't come back, man. That shit is deep. Yeah. I know people that have hit rock bottom, dude, and they, and they didn't come back. You know, and I think the reason they don't come back is because they stopped believing in themselves. I believe that with all my heart. Like, they got to this high point, and the moment that they hit that peak, and then they dropped down to the valley, they didn't realize that they already hit the peak in one time in their life, and they forgot that feeling. And that valley, you guys, we're going to talk about this mm. in our next segment, Peaks yes. and Valleys, but... 
that valley would teach you more life lessons than the peak ever will. Because when you're on top, you don't see, you're not learning anything up there. You're learning everything from the bottom, how strong you are, how mentally capable you are of overcoming it, how physically capable you are, meaning you're going to grind harder. There's a lot of grind in, in, in this in this life that we have. There's a lot of grind. If you want to chase your goals and dreams, you have to grind your way. Like you just said, brick by brick by brick by brick by brick. But when people hit that rock bottom, they give up on themselves so fast, man. They're like, you know what? I'm just not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not capable enough. And I say bullshit. Everybody is. Everybody's capable. Listen, God didn't put you on this earth to be average. That's right. He put you on this earth to be phenomenal. Have to have that mentality. I'm going to be phenomenal. Regardless, you're going to fail. He's going to watch you fail. But like we said yesterday, God keeps giving you the same test over and over and you keep failing it because you're not paying attention to your worth. That's right. So, man. That's some good stuff. That's Whew. deep right there. Well, guys, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we are going to talk a little bit more about advice and how we can, you know, you guys give us some feedback, yeah, ask some questions, drop some lines, and, and you know, let's, let's see about something that you failed at that actually was a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a failure, but it was a po- you know, the outcome was positive. So you guys drop some comments down there. Let us know what you guys are thinking. And we want to we talk with you guys through our social media, whether you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, or our podcast. Um, we're going to share our contacts here a little bit later with you guys. Feel free to reach out via email, text, and or messenger. Yes. And hit us up. Um, you are watching Bridging the Gap with Aaron Aponte and J.D. De La Fuente. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. EliteProductions.video offers professional production services for commercials, conferences, concerts, or podcasts. Contact EliteProductions.video. Don't let your memories fade. Capture them. From seniors to weddings and from small to large commercial productions, trust Shutter King's photography. What's going on, everybody? J.D. De La Fuente, and this is Mr. Aaron Apate. And we are here with Bridging the Gap. Thank you guys for staying with us and staying tuned. Hope you guys are enjoying the conversation that we have and the fire. So we want to thank everybody during the break who has been bringing us commercial, um, excuse me, who's bringing us questions to be asked. And we have a couple questions that we have here, and we are going to help you guys by answering these, hopefully you guys find some value in, and yeah. hopefully we answer these. Um, they're all very great questions, yeah. and and uh, and they're so relatable. You oh know, yeah, entire. I mean, anybody could relate to these questions. Um, so you guys, thanks for engaging with us. If yeah. you guys want to drop comments, drop links, um, drop anything into below, then that'd be great. And give us some feedback, and or just chime in on something that maybe you've been through in your life that you could share with us and Positivity, yeah. we want to connect with you guys. So, um, how do we want to start this? I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit you up with this first one. This is such a great question. Um, 
And and this is relatable, like you said. We're hitting you guys up with some relatable questions, um, and you're going to feel like you're part of it. So also, we're going to give you some value, too. We don't want you just tuning in, listening, or watching, and like, I ain't got no value from this podcast. These guys right. are on fire, but I need something to walk away with. Right. And so we're going to give you some stuff to walk away with today. And so first question, question number one, what advice would you give someone who has failed time and time again, and they're tired of failing? What advice would you give them? To tell you, I'm tired of failing, man. I'm I'm over it. I'm tired of it. Man, there's a lot of things that I could that have that are go through my head. How many times I have failed, um, but I can think of one specific time that I really did feel like I was failing my business, you know. And we had a team of people, and we we're trying to we're trying to, you know, herd the cats, and we're trying to build this thing. Yeah. And it was tough, man. It was hard, and I found myself failing. My wife would say no. Shale would say, dude, you're not failing. You're doing yeah. great. You know, you're, you're, you're giving it all you got. And, and I was, but it wasn't enough. I wasn't seeing the results, you know, and I, and I felt like, so for me, I, I have trouble or at that time in my life, I, I was having a lot of trouble with time management, time blocking, mm-hmm. and, and actually, you know, the, the task at hand. And I asked my, I I remember I was sitting in, in our office downtown and I asked my partner, Lane, Lane Stoltz, shout out, homie. <laughs> I asked him, I said, man, I feel like I'm, I'm not getting enough done. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm not being productive enough. And he said, well, w- tell me about your day. What, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you, wh- wh- how do you start your day? And, and how does it end? And I was just kind of like, you know, I don't know. You know, mm. I, I really don't know. Mm. I don't know what I'm doing. And he's like, well, there's there's the problem. Mm. You're failing because you don't even know what you're doing or you're not doing rather. So he said, here's what here's my advice to you. I would if I was you tomorrow, he's like, grab this pen, grab that paper and write out. Track yourself. What are you doing mm-hmm. throughout the day? How did you start your day? I love At that. this time, I did this. At this time, I did this. Mm-hmm. I took a dump. I ate lunch. Whatever it is it's you're doing in your day, write it down. And then, like, the light bulb goes off, right? So I'm thinking, like, dang, I start writing what I'm doing down. You know, mm. I even started at that conversation. I went back that morning. This is probably about noon. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I thought, man, what did I do today? I woke up at this time. I did this, this, this. And I was – I'm tracking – my failure, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm able to see now why I'm failing. Yeah. So I have this big old goal to accomplish throughout the day, which is probably, you know, 10 tasks that need to be completed. But as I'm looking at what I'm actually doing and tracking what I'm doing, I'm really writing down while I'm failing. Mm. So it took me to, to listen to his, his advice, write down what I was doing and figure out that my time wasn't even being used for the purpose that Ooh. I really needed it to be used for. Yes. So I have all these things, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this, 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 and I wasn't even doing them. Yeah. So I look back and it helped me, man, because I, I realized I needed to start time blocking. I have to know what I'm doing. And, I, man, you turned me on to a passion planner years ago. Yeah. And that helped me because I needed to know I need, I need that structure. And not everybody needs that. But for me, I was failing my own business and my personal daily life because 
I was scattered all over the place. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's kind of my advice on, on what that looks like. I, I love it. I think a lot of people don't realize that that's the one thing holding them back is structured. Like, you know, if you think about it, you go to a job, right? You're structured. You wake up at a certain time. You get you force feed yourself. You know, you got traffic for 30 minutes, so you got to leave your house early. You're structured. But when you're, you're trying to build your own self-employment business or you're trying to, you know, build your dream business on the side, you have no structure. There's none because you're not required to go to somebody. You're not required to go see somebody at a certain time or be in your car at a certain time. So you have to create your own structure. And I love that you said utilizing that calendar and, you know, focusing on writing down what you're doing wrong. Because the number one excuse people make is I don't have enough time. This is the number one excuse in the world. I have enough time. And I'm like, unless unless God gave you less than 24 hours in a day, Mm. you have more time than you realize. But Mm. you won't know it unless you're sitting down, writing down what you're doing daily. What time are you waking up? What are you doing when you wake up? It's so important. Like last week's episode, tune into last week's episode, that we talked about owning your morning. You're going to own your day. That's right. But if you don't even own your morning and you have nothing written down, you're just winging your life, you guys. And then, of course, you're going to fail because you have no structure on, on that on that road to success. You're literally trying to run, but you're running in circles and not running at a, at a straight pace to reach going from one side of the bridge to the other side yes. of the bridge. You're just running in circles. So I love that you said structure. What else did you do different when you realized, man, I got all this time. I got all this time. What am I doing with my life? What else did you do different that shifted that I'm failing over and over and over? Well, I had to start planning. I had to I had to own it, man, right there. The first thing is owning the failure. Mm-hmm. And I and I needed that. I had to yeah. accept that I wasn't doing enough and I had to make the change. Mm-hmm. They what do they say? Fail to plan, plan to fail. Yes. So I yes. started planning. I, I I started using my calendar and I used to hate calendars. But Same. this thing right here is one of the most valuable tools mm-hmm. that's that you'll ever own and everybody has one so if you're out there watching and you think oh i don't know how to plan my day mm-hmm. guess what on sunday if you can take one hour out of your day and plan your week that's going to save you at least yeah. seven to ten hours throughout that week of what you could be doing in one hour on a sunday can't agree more and i don't always do that but I know that it works. Mm-hmm. And in the mornings, if I don't know, like now I live by this calendar. I used yeah. to hate it. I don't need no schedule. I don't need that. I don't need none of that. But guess what? Now I know where I'm going. What what time do I got to be where? When's my next appointment? What yes. am I doing? If I'm time blocked, what am I doing during that time? I have to know those things mm-hmm. because time is the most valuable thing that we have. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not utilizing it right, I ain't going where I got to go. Love it. Love it. Love so, that answer, man. Love that answer. Oh, man. So we have a, let's see, the next question was, okay, this is good because, you know, we all have that friend, right? We all, everybody likes to say, oh, my, I'm asking for a friend. So this is one of those, (laughs) I'm asking for a friend. Um, I have a friend who tries to compare her success to others' Mm. success. What would you tell my friend? So guys, True transparency. You don't have to call your friend your friend. <laughs> like, we're all one here. You can just straight up say, like, hey, it's me. me. Everything's going to be fine, right? I love this so, question. I mean, man, that's a good one, though, man. What, what mm-hmm. do we say to a friend who's comparing their success to other people's success? Oh, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smash this one right here. And the reason why is because I've spoken on this so many times. There's an old saying that goes, 
comparison is the theft of joy. joy. Yes. I mean, I, if you've never heard that saying, pick up a book. But all jokes aside, like that saying is so powerful because you don't know somebody else's story. You don't, you're probably living in chapter 12 and they're in chapter 40 of their story and you're comparing your chapter 12 to their chapter 40. You're struggling right now looking at their success, but you don't realize that they were in your current shoes or even worse. That's the thing that a lot of people got to understand. Every single person out there has a failure story. Yes. In their book, it does not matter. There's a failure chapter, but you're too busy looking at the success chapter and you never read the failing chapter because if you read that failing chapter, after, you're probably going to realize, man, my friend is a monster. My friend is a beast. I don't know how she, he or she does it exactly because you're looking at the good side. And that's the problem with social media nowadays. Yep. All it's portrayed is the good side. Look at me. I'm, I'm going on these fancy trips. And look at me. I'm, I have these, you know, Louis V bags. And look at me. Yeah. I'm doing I got all this dream life. But you don't see. The chapter they went through when they were crying in the shower and when they were struggling to pay their bills and when they were, had the bill collectors knocking on their door, calling them, literally having a car, you know, repoed. You didn't see that chapter because they don't show that. And enough people don't show that. And I wish more people would be transparent 100%. because then more people would be like, you know, it's relatable. But you see the success. You see the chapter of, man, they're living their life that I want to live. And then you start getting jealous. Now, all of a sudden, that jealousy takes factor. And you're like, why do they have it made? They have a better network. They have more followers. They have more of this. They have more of that. They have a more supportive spouse. You don't know if their spouse didn't support them. You don't know if their spouse was was belittling them and berating yeah, them. Dude, you do they, not know that. They See, they they don't see the Aaron Aponte that was down on the floor no. on his knees crying. Mm -mm. Mom just left with the baby. They don't see nope. that. They don't know nope. that struggle, bro. And that's the, you know, it's, that's where I, I agree with you hundred percent. I know we're very transparent about our failures and you just shared that earlier. Yeah. And, and, and that's man, so many people, they see success and they use the word lucky. Oh God. Y'all love that uh. word. Love that word. Lucky. Oh man. You're so lucky. Man, if oh. I had a dollar, I can't even stand that word. I can't even stand when people say, oh, must be nice, bro. Yeah, yeah. Must yeah. be nice. <laughs> You're over there at Disney with your kid, you yeah. know. But they don't know, must be, dude. You're so lucky. No. So, so comparing yourself to others' success, like you said, it's just a, a pure thief of joy, mm -hmm. man. It just steals your joy away. I mean, it literally, like you said, I hate that word lucky. That, that word lucky right there is such a, you might as well say I'm a hater. If you tell somebody they're lucky, you might as well look at them and say, I'm a hater for your happiness. Right. Because there's no such thing as luck. They uh -huh. didn't play the lotto and win right. with their life. They actually gambled on themselves. Right. It's a massive difference. They weren't running up to the gas station, dropping 3 or $4 every night to win the, you know, the lotto. You gambled on yourself. That's not luck. That is believing in yourself. Man, come that, on. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yes, not luck. That's believing in yourself. So if you tell somebody, and I would probably, we might lose some listeners and viewers and on this one. That's okay. You're a hater if you say you're lucky. No, they're not lucky. They just believed in themselves enough to know that they were going to fail along the process and the journey. There's no such thing as luck. Do I believe that God puts people in your life? Absolutely. He will surround you with people that's supposed to be in your life to help you succeed. But there's no such thing as luck when it comes to success. It is all about grit, determination, consistency, and knowing what you want and not willing to give up what you desire and not willing to compare yourself 
to the person who has it. Instead of comparing yourself, why don't you learn from that person? Why don't you sit back and have a genuine conversation yes. and say, JD, teach me yes. your ways. Because I guarantee, I'm going to tell you something, I've never in my life met a successful person that wasn't willing to share their ways. That's they right. love it. They love it. They're like, yeah, heck yeah, come on. When do you want to go to lunch yes. or, or, or hang out or chat on the phone? You know yes. why? Because it's about giving back. Man, what a, man, I am here for that, dude. I am not, I am here to sit at this table and I want to make this table longer. That's one of my mottos, dude. I, I want to sit at the table and I want to, I want to grow this table till there's 10, 15 of us all eating. Mm-hmm. Ain't everybody's eating. Everybody eating. And there's enough to go around, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm in the business of like, people are like, oh, dude, there's a billion realtors, man. You could throw a dead cat and hit 10 of them. I, I, I'm so glad you said that because I give you a shout out, man. I want to give him a shout out, you guys. This man, he inspired me. He didn't realize that. I never told him this. But the other day, a few weeks ago, his mom joined doing real estate. And I thought, like, I got chills, man. My oh, hands are sticking man. up. His mom joined to, you know, to work with. And not joined him, but to work with him, you guys. And how many of us would love for to do something with our parents or give back to our parents in any way? And you doing that, man, Dang. I applaud you, brother. Man, I'm just that, so... Man proud of you man to do that because you that. want everybody eating the fact that you're you're like mom you're sitting at the table man. with us it's here, powerful man oh there you go <laughs> for you have a grown man crying over here but dude the the thing is like so many people don't know her story yeah. and 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 you know some of mom's story and where yeah. she come from and just the facts that she poured into us so much mm-hmm. as children dude my sister and i like we were her life bro yeah and every single day dude that's all she was she was pouring into us and pouring into us and i wouldn't be sitting here with you right here this day had she not gave it all that she had Mm. for us to live the life that we're that we deserve and that we're living now man Mm -hmm. so who better to pour back into Mm. than the person that built you up made you the man that you are and Mm -hmm. continues to support every crazy idea mm. that i've ever had mm. than your mother ah and, powerful and dude to see her win golly i know I dude she she calls and man i passed my real estate class i'm like oh you know like yeah. man it's just like it's such a powerful thing man mm. no better feeling than that man Oof. love that love man. that all right oh. moving on to the next <laughs> <laughs> my dude <laughs> man but man thank you for that so Woo! Recover from that one. Um, so we've got a, two more questions we're gonna go through. Um, the next one, Aaron, is that they ask here is how do you define success without putting a monetary value on that? So how do we? How how do you say, man, I'm successful, but a dollar sign is not attached to that? So for me, it's like. For me, it's like, okay, a lot of people put numbers on a real, you know, we're mm-hmm. both business owners. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we're chasing a goal, which sometimes comes with numbers. And we have to drive to those numbers sometimes. But instead of changing those, you know, instead of talking about numbers, a lot of times we talk about people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't need to, I don't need to make a hundred thousand dollars. I need to, I need to help a hundred you know a a thousand clients you know Mm -hmm. change a thousand people's lives so instead of talking about how does how does one walk away from like a corporate world and say i define success 
is how I am today. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter how much money I have earned. What is, you know, oh, man, you know, what would you tell to a listener, man? Yeah, absolutely. I heard a long time ago the saying um, by Brian Tracy, I believe is the author of the saying, you could have everything you want in your life is if you help enough people get what they want in their life. Yes. And that, to me, was the biggest game-changer, you know, quote I've ever heard. Why? Because most people will chase the monetary value or they don't define their success outside of money, right? Money doesn't define you. Money doesn't define you. At the end of the day, like I said in last week's episode, you know, when you die, there's no, there's no U-Haul full of cash behind that hearse of yours. It's not. You can't die with the money, right? Yeah. So you shouldn't provide, you know, put a monetary value on it. The success lies in you and what you're doing every single day. Like for me, I count a win when I wake up. Amen. And when I wake up, that is a win, you guys. Like, I'm winning when I wake up. God got me to wake up. That is win number one. Win number two is when I take care of myself and I go work out. Regardless, is a bad workout or a good work. There's no such thing as a bad workout if you did a workout. There's no such thing. That's win number two. Win number three is I look at my job. And if I'm not happy with my job, I look at it and I'm blessed because I still have a job. That's win number three. You see what I'm saying? I'm looking at every single thing I do as a win. And now when I'm chasing my goals and my passion and my purpose and I accomplish impacting somebody's life because I'm in the business of impacting lives, that right there, when somebody tells me, hey, Aaron, man, I just... Man, I, I, I lost a pound or I put a, a pair of pants on I haven't worn in years. That is win number four because I just impacted that family's life. Not that person, that family's life. And that right there is the biggest one. Like I get chills thinking about it because every single time I have a client or a, or a friend say, I lost this because of you or my spouse is no longer sick because of the coaching. or the, That's a win for me, you guys. And that fuels me. That is fuel to my fire. You have to have something Fuel your fire. You have to have something that you're passionate about fuel you. And right. for me, when I hear that, that is that's the ultimate win. Yes. Because I know the money's going to follow behind. I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about man. I got to make this amount of money. No. If I impact 20 people, 20 brand new clients, the money's going to come right behind that. I'm not chasing the money. I'm chasing the people who I can change because those are going to be the people that's going to grow my business. Right. Who can I change? But when you chase money. You are chasing a life that you will never be happy. And I learned this a long time ago. One of my really good clients many, many years ago has a successful franchise in all over the DFW. And she said something to me, and I'll never forget it to this day. She said, there are layers of success. And if you think you're a millionaire and you think you're good, there's another layer above you that people have more money than you. And there's another layer above them that people have more money in them. And you will never reach the top. There's no such thing as reaching the top. And you can see it for yourself. Look at the billionaires in in this world. They're always chasing each other to reach that next level. There's always a level above. So she said happiness comes from within. You have to be happy with what you're doing in life. You can't be chasing that money and expect to be happy at the end because the money is always going to follow your passion. It will follow your purpose, but it won't follow you if you're doing it for the wrong reasons. I agree, man, 100 percent. And, I, you know, I think it's hard for people to understand that. And there's so many people, you know, I know we've both set aside a job, an eight mm-hmm. to five, a corporate. I left the railway and so many people define their success by that hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Man, I got this boat, man, I got this RV, I got all these toys yeah. and but they're miserable, man. Yep. It's like that. 
the, the, you know, man, I read something the other day and it was talking about the core, you know, the, the American dream. What is the American dream? Mm -hmm. If you guys are watching, man, drop a comment in below. What is the American dream to you? And I read this and it was, it, it made me sick, literally made me sick because I've been there, you know, mm -hmm. I've been there and there's somebody out there watching that has that, that that's probably there right this second. I can pick up my phone and call 10 people right now that think they're living the American dream. And it's it's sad because what we think and what is the norm, you know, like what everybody thinks is the American dream is not a dream at all. Mm -hmm. it, it's actually a nightmare. Yeah. brother. People work their lives away and they're miserable. Mm -hmm. What kind of American dream is that? You're able to provide for your kids. You don't see them. Yeah. You're able to buy these boats. You can't use them. Mm -hmm. And you don't even see your wife. Yep. I, I couldn't agree more. And I think a lot of times that mentality is like most of the time now that old saying to go trying to keep up with the Joneses. Yes. But nowadays it's keeping up with the followers. It's, yeah. keeping, it, it's all social media. It's also social media driven. Like, oh, look at me. I'm on a boat. Yeah. You are miserable on that boat. You just got <laughs> off that boat. Like, you took a photo on that boat. Oh. You took the photo. And you're like, man, I'm ready to go home. Yeah. I'm tired of paying. I, I can't even afford this boat. Yeah. You're trying to keep up with the Joneses. You don't even want to start the boat because yeah. gas price is too high. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, hey. Get, get on back there. Take a picture behind that tube. We ain't going to drive this thing. We're hey. Exactly. On, so they're man. trying to live. What dream are you living? What dream are you? You're living an American nightmare in reality. That's, right. That's what it boils down to. Like literally, yes. you're living a nightmare trying to keep up with the Joneses. I saw a, a post the other day um, about statistics saying that people now 60 percent, uh, no, excuse me, 30 percent of people making 250 thousand or higher are living check to check. And all I thought to myself was, what? I want you to think about this number. All I thought to myself was, if you're 250 thousand plus income and you're struggling with check to check you're not struggling with check you wanted to keep up with the other people who are who are more, much more wealthier than you like i said a different level than you but you're trying to keep up with them right because you're chasing money you guys you're chasing that money which has no monetary value wow. towards your success you got to be happy man that's you got to right. be happy yeah that's that's a tough one and and i know we could go on and on and mm. thank you for that question it's a very very great question and if you guys have any more that you want to drop in, go ahead and drop them below. Yeah, drop those questions. We'll uh, we may you know we'll we'll circle back on the next episode and maybe try to answer mm. maybe some yeah. of those same ones. Um, the last question, man. This is also a very good question. How do you and how do you find balance? Why you're still chasing your success? So balance is tough, right? Mm -hmm. And we're all struggle. You'll never have the perfect balance, mm -hmm. but how do you find your true success while still balancing a healthy lifestyle, a healthy marriage, um, time with the kids, time with God? How do I, how do I find that success and still keep a good balance? Man, that's a good question. You know, honestly, I want you to answer that one. You have an amazing balance with your family and your business and your happiness. I see it. You guys, please follow him on social media. We're going to throw out our links later on the next segment. But you have an amazing balance where literally, if somebody just got to know you, they'd be like, does this man work? <laughs> like, he's always with his family and his kids and, his, and he's living a life. Does he work? But you have that balance. So share with the audience. How do you do that? How do you find that balance? Man, I don't, I don't if I didn't have Shayla behind my back, mm. There would be absolutely zero balance, zero. I mean, zero. And 
without her holding me up, things would fall apart. Mm -hmm. And that's God's honest truth. She is the backbone to our family, Mm. to our business. People don't see that. Mm -hmm. And so I owe a bunch to her, man. I owe it all to her. I couldn't do here. I wouldn't be right here without Shayla Mm. holding me up, supporting me, and keeping us balanced. I'm over here doing my thing. I'm hustling. We're, I'm working my tail off. Who's taking care of the kids? Mm-hmm. She's feeding them. She gets them up. She gets them dressed. She's taking them to school. We take them together mm-hmm. when we can, but she's keeping the boat rowing. Yeah. And that balance, I mean, I owe a lot to her for that. But something I'm working on, dude, is just putting my phone away. Mm. I got to learn how to put this thing. And, you know, we talk about this is the biggest tool. This thing right here is the biggest tool for our business. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest tool that'll that'll break a family and tear it apart because you have so much access to so much right here on this phone. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning, like yesterday, man, I just called my sister back today at, like, 11. I was like, hey, just calling you back. She's like, Man, I called you yesterday. It was 5 o'clock, 5.30. Like, <laughs> I don't even need nothing now. But And I told her, I said, look, sis, yesterday my boys had two friends over. Or they had a friend over, and then my niece was over. I was like, I put my phone in my office, and I said, we're going to have pool party time. We, You know, all the water balloons, we're, we're having a party out there. I, I had to make a point to, to separate my business from my family. Mm. And I think we all struggle with that. I struggle mm-hmm. with it every single day, dude, because I'm so driven. I want I, I, I want to go, 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 go. But at what cost? What is it going to cost me? So I've learned that I've got to I've got to balance that better. And mm-hmm. I've I've been working on this for a long time, man. And I and, and I've honest to God's truth. I still struggle with it every single day. But I've learned separating the business from Family time yes. to business. While I'm working, like I tell Shay, I said, man, well, listen, I'm, I'm going to be working. I'm time blocked. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this. This is work time. Mm. The kids are at school. We're grinding. Mm. When 5 o'clock comes around and it's dinner time, this phone, it needs yeah. to go. It's going to be our time. And that's just how it has to be, man. And, and if you don't find that balance, dude, you will fail your family. Mm-hmm. Oh, My kids are five and six years old. You know that how fast fire. they you know how fast they grow, bro? You know how fast these mm-hmm. kids grow. Every, and you're never going to get that time back. And mm. I know, man, if I don't balance my time right and spend as much time with my kids and my family as I can, they're going to be gone. Mm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Somebody you just hurt somebody's feelings right there on that one. You're going to fail your family. Not just yourself. Yeah. Your family. And, you know, I love you said something that's so powerful. Shout out to the spouses, whether your wife, your husband that supports you. Um, Sometimes they don't get the acknowledgement that they deserve. And people see the front scene. Once again, comparison. They see the front scene, but they don't see the back scene. And your spouse, she's there. I could not agree with you more. Many years ago, my wife, Robin, she said to me, she said, your kids are constantly seeing you in your office and with the door closed. And she goes, what time are you spending with them when your door is closed? And we're out here as a family. And she goes, what are you, what memories are you creating with your door closed? And they don't see you. And they're going to remember my dad was always working. And I said, God, I don't want to fail. I kept telling her, I don't want to fail. And she said to me, she says, you're failing your family. Just like I used to. That's why it just hit me. Oh, man. And man. sure enough, man, the, 
the, the one thing I will tell anybody that's watching this and listening to this, that phone, it ain't going nowhere. Those messages, those emails, that's not going anywhere, you guys. Like, people are still going to wait on you, and they will respect you when you say, man, I'm with my family right now. I want you to think of an amazing, you know, chicken company that is closed every, every Sunday. Yeah. If you ever heard the backstory of why they're closed every Sunday, they're closed because he wanted to have family time. Wow. And he hustled his way to having family time, and it made it a big deal. Wow. The owner wanted family time, and he was willing to lose money in order to gain what he could not buy back, and that was time, you guys. You can't buy time. Time is one of the most valuable mm. assets in our life, but you can't buy it, but you can lose it. And so when you don't put that phone away and you're always constantly on your phone and you feel like, I'm going to fail my family, I'm going to fail them if I'm working and hustling and grinding and working and hustling. Remember, the money you make can't buy time. The wealthiest person on earth cannot purchase time. Therefore, put the phone away. Be with your loved ones. They will remember that, that you actually balanced your life and you did not fail the people you're doing this for the most. That's right. So, Yeah, man, something I've, something I've learned too along the way is that it's, you know, we're always on the go. Mm -hmm. And when I'm gone, I don't know what's going on at the house. Mm -hmm. But I've got two jobs. And the first one is being a dad. Mm -hmm. I got to be present. I got to be a husband. I got to be a dad. And then my job. Mm -hmm. my, everybody, that, everybody that knows me, all my clients, everybody I ever work with, up and down. I mean, down to our brokerage all the people we surround ourselves with, everybody on my team, my, down to the clients. Everybody knows that my family comes first. Mm. So if you're a business owner out there and yes. you don't set that tone, you don't set that expectation for your, for your customers, mm -hmm. for your clients, for whoever, you, they have to know that, number one, I'm a husband. Mm -hmm. Number two, I'm a father. And number three, Here's my business. Mm -hmm. And they have to respect that, man. Yeah. And I've learned that when I get home and it's tough, I have to take that realtor hat off, hang it at the door, mm -hmm. and be dad. Present. Because that's all they don't know. They don't they know what we do. But when I walk in the door, I gotta I gotta set the tone. Mm -hmm. Hey dad, hey, let's spend time together, you know? Children, children, guys, they define L O V E T I M E. That, -E -T -I -M -E. and that's how they define it. They don't look at it any other way. The T-I-M-E you spend with them is how they define love. Man. That's exactly it. So, all right, y'all. Well, we're going to kick it to the last segment. We're going to be coming back here soon, you guys, on Bridging the Gap. And we have a special guest. So excited yeah. to share and bring him on. It's going to be our first special guest on these episodes. Many more to come. But I'm excited for you guys to tune in to, on the next segment. And we are out. EliteProductions.video offers professional production services for commercials, conferences, concerts, or podcasts. Contact EliteProductions.video. Don't let your memories fade. Capture them. From seniors to weddings and from small to large commercial productions, trust Shutter King's photography. What's going on, everybody? My name is JD De La Fuente. I am your host and Mr. Aaron Aponte. 
And we've got a special guest here on Bridging the Gap. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We've got Mr. Mark here. And where are you from, Mark? Tell us a little bit about yourself, buddy. I'm from Belleville, New Jersey. Originally born in Hoboken, New Jersey. And uh, just came on, came down to Texas to spend time with my, my good friend Aaron. Known him since, man, we were, we were little rugrats from when yeah. we first met. And uh, it was uh, a quite surprise to be invited in to sit with Aaron and JD. Met him today. Great guy. He's my brother now. Hey. He's a brother of my brother. So we're all brothers, right? <laughs> yeah, and, dude. I love it, and man. We're here, right? Well, you thank know, you so much for being here, man. It's so great to meet you, shake hands. Yeah, I know, man. like, social media is such a weird place. We all kind of, like, you know, follow each other. We're friends here and there. But to actually shake hands, I, there's nothing better than actually meeting somebody we're like yeah, you're like yeah. man you're real you're a person <laughs> yeah. dude so dude so that's so cool you guys are childhood friends man so yeah we grew up uh man i somebody was asking me today how long have you guys been friends and this is not normal y'all like nowadays everybody leaves and moves and jumps all over the place we've been yeah. friends since nine years old about 33 years yeah 33 wow. years yeah. We, yeah, a long time man a very long time so it's always good to have you know you know, friends that long, but we don't even call each other friends anymore. We're brothers, so we look at it like that. Um, but excited that you're here, and I, I know your you. I know your life story, but that, I know you're gonna share going in depth on, you know, this this conversation, this topic that we've been having today of failing. You have to fail in order to succeed, and I know you've experienced failure, Oof. and you've also experienced <laughs> success. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. swing first question to you. Okay. What point in your life did you fail? and felt like I couldn't succeed, but then were able to overcome that mentality and then had the success. Ooh. Yeah. Hit you with the hard one. Yeah, man. I thought like, you know, you could like break me in nope. or something. Like, we're going like, in. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, uh, I want to say after, after my first marriage, mm. right? After my first marriage, you know, you, you spend so much time with a person and, you know, and you just kind of just live in life. And, you know, it was afterwards that I realized, like, you know, I, I was up to 220 pounds, mm. you know, overweight. I was sick every night, you know. And uh, and I remember moving back in with my parents. This is when I left Hudson County. And uh, I moved out to, out to Belleville, out to Essex County. Had to just get away from everything that was kind of like, you know, I guess the demons, and I don't mm -hmm. know if that's, you know, that's how I've always looked at it. It's like, you know, all the bad stuff that was yeah. kind of following me, the demons, right? So I went out to out to Essex County, out to Belleville, and and whatever, moved in and lived in the attic, did my thing, and I remember waking up one morning, 3.30 in the morning, right? Again, super overweight, just sick as a dog, woke up crying, like, man, what, what are you doing with your life? What mm -hmm. are you doing with your life? And, and, and I don't know, like, I, I, you know, sometimes we, we just get caught up. We don't know what mm -hmm. we're doing. Right. And, and I remember just kind of like Googling, like something I've always wanted to do was like, I've always wanted to do martial arts, Yeah. right? But I wasn't allowed to in my first marriage. My wife thought I was like trying to be a UFC fighter. I was like, man, I'm just, I need a hobby. <laughs> I need a hobby, right? We were talking about like hobbies, like, right? You gotta get a, get a hobby, do, get, do something, right? Yeah. And, and I remember, I signed up for this Groupon and and uh, and it was funny. Finally got in touch with the martial arts school. I delayed it so many times. Like, hey, I'm gonna start tomorrow. Ah, eh, money. 
oh, I gotta make money, I gotta mm -hmm. make money, I gotta make money. This is also where I learned how, uh, where time is more important mm -hmm. than money. Yeah. Right? right and but it was just such a thing like I was just like money 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 and finally whatever a month and a half later two months later I finally said hey this is the night and and it's crazy and it's crazy that I'm actually sharing this because June 25th is the day I started martial arts and that was just only what three weeks ago two mm -hmm. weeks ago yeah. and, and I've been doing it for nine years and you oh, know finally wow. finally finally jumped in and 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 with a quick little side note <laughs> from the the whole martial art thing is, I walked into the school right, and the, my martial arts instructor to this day, my wife's martial art instructor, and even my son's martial art instructor, I walked in, I, I had an accidental haircut, I shaved my head and it looked like Chuck Liddell. I don't know if anyone knows who <laughs> Chuck Liddell is, right? But if you don't know who Chuck Liddell is, just Google him. And that's what I looked like. I would have never done that in a millionaires. And so he thought I was a, you know, an MMA fighter or whatever. I walked in. He thought I was trying to prove a point, and he beat the living daylights out of me. And I was like, I don't know how to fight. I'm looking to change my life and everything and so forth. And then, you know, and the, the success came from, you know, martial arts taught me how to live a better life, mm, how, wow. to, how, how to, you know, just how to be a better human. You know, I wasn't really a good human either mm -hmm. for a very long time. Uh, and, you know, we just, we just, you know, there's so much. I, I don't even think I could get into all of it, you know, and, and what we have here. But it just kind of taught me how to live life a little bit better. And, and, and everything that I did and everything that happened and everything that was, it was all good, right? Because... Mm. You know, you can't worry about that stuff and try to be better, right? You got to just let that stuff slide and then just keep moving forward. Right. And, and so that, that's, I think that was like my first taste of everything. And, and you know, and have you ever done martial arts, JD? No, I, I've never done martial arts. Martial arts will teach you that failure is quite all right, man. Mm -hmm. it, is, it is humbling pretty much every time you bow onto those mats and step foot on those mats because you think you're, you're getting better, you think you're getting better, and it, it, it's gonna shut you down. It's gonna shut <laughs> you down because you're gonna be like, oh man, I learned how to punch today, I learned how to kick today. Oh, I got that guy real good. But then there's another guy who's gonna put you in check. Wow. And, and, and it just teaches you that failure's okay. Man, it's kind of just, just like, like life. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, life like a life lesson right there on the map. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so, and so, you know, whatever, I went through those first few months as a white belt, some new guy. I was constantly posted and doing the Facebook thing and sharing, sharing. <laughs> my first belt test, you know, again, get to my first belt test, moving up to the next rank. And uh, my instructor kicked me right in the face. Boom. <laughs> Busted me open. I felt the blood coming down. I got that little scar. And I was like, oh, time out, time out. And he says, no, there's no quit in here. <laughs> you finish when you're done. Mm. Whoa. Right? And it's like, well, when are you done? You're done when, when, you're, when, when you've accomplished or you finished what you were set out to do right then mm. and there. And that was, you must finish this time limit that you're put here and, and you go forward. And I remember after finishing that, right, I couldn't stand straight. I couldn't do anything. 
And I was just like, oh my God, I've, ne I've never felt this feeling before. Mm. And I remember sitting down on the wall, <laughs> still bleeding and, and everything. And, and I just see everyone around just staring at me, just like, thumbs up, thumbs up. You did it, you did it. Man. And I remember just, my Life heart lesson. felt so warm. That guy that I was always like, you did this, you, you garbage, you're, you're a piece of crap, you're, it was like it was gone mm. it was gone and, and it was trippy man it was very trippy but uh that was the first time i felt like successful and mm. in, in, in man i i don't maybe mm. life man because you That's know powerful my, my childhood was rough my, my teens were rough my 20s were rough you know I remember I'd st i started at 32 years old martial arts you know, people are like, man, you're an old man at this point. But no, nah, I mean, when are we? When are we an old man, though? Right? <laughs> I'm still I mean, in my prime, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we're an old man when we're no longer here. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah. right? You know, you got to live every day like you're a child, like or like a kid. Or, I mean, with responsibilities, of right. course, right? With responsibilities, right? We can't forget that we all have responsibilities. But you got to stay. You could try to stay as youthful as possible in order right. to, you know. Yeah, it's like this guy said yesterday. He's like, he's like, man, I'm getting old, you know, and. He's like, but he's still doing it. You know, he's still doing the daily deals. And I'm like, man, listen, getting old, that's a blessing. Mm -hmm. Every, every, I mean, it, it's better than the alternative. Facts. You're not dead. Yeah. You're still alive, you yeah. know, so yeah. it's great, man. You know, and it's, I got to throw a little side note in here. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be doing Taekwondo. I wouldn't be doing martial arts. He convinced me year in and year out. And I'm like, I ain't doing that. You didn't got your head busted. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm seeing the post. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm too old. And I would tell him that. I would be like, I can't do that. I can't. I can't. I can't. Just like how we talked about earlier. It's a bad word. But sometimes you tell yourself that you can't do something. And then I'll never forget. Uh, we were chatting two years ago. I lost my grandfather. And we went and we spent time together in New Jersey. And he was like, dude, you got to do it, man. You, you just got to do it. And sure enough, I came back, signed up two years ago. And then I, every time he sees me belt, he's like, oh, man, you're almost there. But man. you still ain't, ain't going to beat me. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I do say that. I do say that because, you know, I got I to gotta kind of throw that little seniority <laughs> rank on. Hold on, it. though. Are you, guys, are you guys, is this a setup to where y'all are like, you got to do it. Y'all are, are going to be like, oh, after this, by the way, here, sign here. We're about to be signed up for martial arts. <laughs> well, JD, I am going to my professor's professor's jiu-jitsu school tonight. So if you yeah, 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 love, yeah, man, you got to feel the love on tonight. that. <laughs> I like JD's it. JD's like, like crap, it. I'm signing. He's, he's going to message his wife later. Yeah, we're going to Taekwondo or some martial arts. Take yeah. the boys and let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we're going, dude. I'm, I'm going to try to land on right here. <laughs> I no, love that's it, cool, man. It sounds like a really cool, like, life-changing thing that that did for you man mm -hmm. yeah man yeah it, it's 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 huge and 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 i want to be clear with something with you guys and you know whoever's watching or listening and i still battle my battles man mm -hmm. my, my my life is not flawless <laughs> in right. any way oh yeah i yeah. feel you, know, you man. i feel like, that to the bones yes. like you know like I look up to Aaron all the time, you know? I see the things he does. I watch his videos and, and I'm like, all right, bro, time to time to check back in. You're letting things slide, you know? Like I'm 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 in my fourth business right now, right? Oh wow. And and, and I've had a, a, a an automobile business where I did alarms and, you know, all that aftermarket 12 volt stuff. I've had a fitness business, you know, uh I was in the supplement business for a, a period of time, you know, 
decent decent success and and you know whatever just kind of got lazy my fault you know there and and then here we are again and and you know the thing with with Fallon right it's like at some point at some point as long as you keep trying mm-hmm. it's going to hit it's going to hit it's going to be solid it, it's you know uh, think of it this way right look at baseball players right you go you come to the plate 10 times mm-hmm. you get three hits you're a 300 bat, bat in average mm-hmm. they pay millions for people like that right hall of Famer. but you failed seven times you know like it, it it's i just the thing is just just keep trying mm-hmm. man. just keep trying whatever it is whether you're into selling baseball cards you're, you want to get into this NFTs and, and, and the, 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 you know, the crypto and uh, real estate, it, it, whatever, right? Maybe, maybe you thought that was it. It didn't click. There's something. There's always something. There's always something. And, and I get hard on myself. My wife will tell you. I, she's spoken to me so many times. But, you know, in the, at the end of the day, it's I just keep going, mm. even keep when going. I'm hard on myself. And. And if, if anyone, if I could say anything to anyone, is just just keep going. Just keep going. You're going to want to quit. You're going to want to stop. I've done it. I've put things to the side. I've stopped doing martial arts for a little bit. And then when I'm sitting there, I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? This is what you do. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is you. Mm. And then it's like, all right, yo, Professor, yo, Shihan, yo, I'll be back tonight. And then mm. you're back. And you keep going, and that's to me, to me, or and maybe I'm crazy or whatever, but I think that's success in yes. the day. Success in the day, right? You have that, you know, you have those moments where you just you you let it slide, but you just gotta come back and, and, and keep moving forward. And I got my my little boy. My little boy is everything, is everything to me, and he's seen me. He's seen me down in the dumps. He's seen me down in the dumps. He comes, he hugs me, he kisses me, he tells me he loves me, he sits with me, he watches TV with me, and, and you know, it warms me up. And then again, right, you got to, it's just, it's just about continuing and, mm-hmm. and never, never giving up. Yeah. Right. You could have your moments of self-doubt and, and all of that. Just don't quit. Don't yeah. quit on, first, before, before, don't quit on you. Mm. Right. Right. You know, you know, it's like the, it's like they say with like marriage and family. Right. You come first. Your wife comes second. Your, your family third. Right. You know, not saying that one's more important than the other, but you have to prioritize things. Because if your health ain't right, your mindset ain't right. How's your marriage going to mm. be right? right? Your marriage ain't right. Mm-hmm. How's your family going to be right? You yep. know, I agree and, 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 and. And so I do everything for them. My wife is is huge. She's huge for me. She she she's she's bailed me out more times than you know, any anyone's could ever imagine. Yeah. And and you know, and the way I repay her is, is by trying to be the better me. Mm. You know, so That's shout out fine. to the spouses, no, the wives. Yeah, on. yeah, we talked about that earlier. It's like, man, behind every man is an even better woman yeah and and his wife could kick his butt man she's actually she's actually belt. a higher ranked yeah. black belt than i in karate oh, so yeah so, so, so you know <laughs> so again right you know every time you think you're the man 
you know, there's someone better than you. Yeah, yeah. And my wife is is a higher ranked uh, karate practitioner than I. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah Dude, but yeah. I got to touch on something you said earlier. You're talking about just keep going. And Aaron and I had this crazy. It's crazy we had the same conversation. I think recently, we're talking about it's okay to fall off, but like, you just you gotta. You don't really fail, or you don't you don't fail unless you absolutely quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And man, you were talking about that the other day. Tell me, you know, how do you how do you do that? How do you stay on even though you fell off for a little bit, but you got back on? How do you keep that? How do you keep that motivation? Oh me? Yeah. Oh man, um, just remembering why I started in the first place. I think a lot of times we forget when life gets hard, life's going to knock you down. Just like he got kicked and knocked him down, but then he realized, man, I needed that kick. Sometimes we need life to knock us on our ass to get back up top and say, you know what, I needed that. It's okay to fall, you guys. Like, There's not one person out there that has never failed. And I think so many people have this misconception where, oh, that person never fails. He's always successful. I call BS. Everybody fails, everybody quits, and everybody stops at one point in their life, but it's not necessarily say quit. It's okay to stop. It's okay to reset. Reset. But it's never okay to quit and give up. Because right. once you give up, you create this 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 consistency of doing that. And you start to tell yourself, it's okay if I quit. It's okay if I give up. I'll just start something new. Or like I always hear this terminology, I fell off the wagon. Yeah. That's quitting. Yeah. It really is quitting. It's not stopping. It's quitting. You quit on yourself. There's not one person. The only person you should never, ever quit on is you. Yeah. But you know, it's the funny thing with like the whole I'm falling off the wagon thing. It's kind of like not taking responsibility for actually jumping off the wagon. Mm. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, because <laughs> you're right. right? Yeah. You know, like we always find it's so that. weird in, in the world today, right? Like, you know, taking responsibility is not an easy thing. You right. know? And, and so it's like, Right, we come up with these silly terms sometimes. Yeah, fell and off the wagon. Yeah. It's like, no, you no, no, you jumped off <laughs> yeah. the wagon. You jumped, the wagon's going a, a mile an hour, and this is the right opportunity mm-hmm. to jump. Yeah. Right? And Somebody watching like, that's just, you guys, if you're listening to that or watching, do not just unfollow and say, I'm never talking to these people again. <laughs> they're, they're attacking me. I feel attacked no. right now. But it's the truth, though. Like, I never thought about it in that perspective. Like, I didn't fall. You don't fall off. You jumped off yeah. that wagon and you did that. And then you're wondering why you're consistently failing and not learning from that failure. Like we said yesterday, you have to learn from your failures, you guys. Like you cannot just sit back and say, oh, I felt. Why did you fall? Why did you why did you fail? Why? And when you learn from that, it's like in fighting. When you learn your mistakes and you know what you where you went wrong at, you fix that. Oh man, I, I I I stopped working out. Why did you stop? What made you stop working out? Oh, no time. You got time. Twenty four hours a day. Why did you stop eating healthy? Oh man, my family they don't support me. Why don't they support? You keep digging into that why, right. why, why, why until you find that answer. Focus on the answer, and then you'll fix your life. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I feel like I've been in a place before where I've fell off the wagon. You know, like especially when it comes to working out. I know, like you're like a workout machine. But I feel like there's been times in my life where I felt like looking back now that I'm that I've actually maybe wasn't as consistent. But something that I find value in is is just a balance of 
for me, it's like a balance, you know, like I may go a couple days or a week without going to the gym, but it, it, I guess in my head thinking back, I'm like, man, I fell off the wagon, but I really didn't fall off the wagon cause I didn't quit doing it. You know, it's, it's just yeah. like, I think for me, it's like kind of maybe a setback or getting out of routine, but you, you can't quit. That's just not an option. Mm-hmm. Right. So you just, when, when it, something I've learned too, is like, these things become a lifestyle for mm-hmm. you and motivation is a lifestyle. Positivity is a lifestyle. A balanced eating diet is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. A healthy workout routine is a lifestyle. And it's not, I mean, it's not for me. It's not always just a hundred percent. I, you know, I do find myself in those lulls where I'm at like, man, I ate like crap. I was on vacation for two weeks, come home and you're trying to get back to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I find myself in those using that terminology, man, I fell out the wagon for two weeks. It's time to go back, but it's a lifestyle, mm-hmm. it, you know, and sometimes I'm not a hundred. And I love that. He, now you, now you got a better perspective. Like, dang, I done jumped off that wagon. I didn't fall. Nobody yeah. pushed me off the wagon. That's I right. threw myself off of it. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing now going forward, if you're listening and you feel like, man, they're talking to me right yeah, now. I, mean, I, I fell off. No, I jumped off that wagon. Yeah. Let me get back on. Yeah. Because it's okay to quit. You got, I mean, excuse me, it's okay to fall down. It's okay to fall down. But like that saying goes, fall down nine times, get back up ten. Yeah. That's right. So. And it's all right. <laughs> it's yes. quite all right. Yes. And it's okay. Like, like we, like us three here, us three, and you all, wherever you are right out there, we are the same. Mm-hmm. We are. We don't have special colored blood that's different from Mm-mm. like we we breathe the same uh air we it's it, it's we're similar in so many ways so if if it happens as many times as it does it's it's quite all right it's quite all right yeah just just keep just keep pushing just keep pushing and everything's gonna be a-okay the greatest thing is it's just the next day you wake up it's like aaron said earlier every day i wake up it's a gift so today, if I if I failed and things happened, I know that God willing, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow. At the end of the day, if I could say, man, I gave it my best, and even though it was just a half-assed performance, even if I if I if I know in my heart that I gave it my best, I can go to sleep with that, and I can wake up the next morning rejuvenated and go, thank you, God, for another day, mm-hmm. another opportunity to do it again, yeah. to to give it my all today. You know, and the beautiful thing is God gives you a reset button every day. Every day. You, re- you reset. It does, like the day before is a past. It's a past. It's not the present. He gives you that reset button to, to try to accomplish again the next day. And that's the beautiful thing about life, you guys. Like we all have it. We all have that gift. Look at it from that perspective. Like I got a reset button. And if I failed yesterday, I got a reset button to fix my yeah. failure, not lean and hold on to my failure. Right. Yeah. To learn from that failure. Learn right? it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fail forward. Always. Love it. Love it. But, man, we appreciate you coming on, Mark. It's yeah. an absolute yeah. pleasure meeting you, brother. My guy, Golly. Brother. My brother. brother. The brother. Bro. Oh, man. Bro. The brother. The brothers. Yeah, dude. It's been My guy. super. Love you, bro. Super Thank pleasure you. having you on. And, uh, I mean, now I'm looking forward to some martial arts and seeing what's going <laughs> yeah. down. I'm not going to lie. I am kind of interested. I mean, <laughs> But uh, thank you guys so much, listeners, for tuning in. If you guys have anything you'd like to say, comments you'd like to to bring to us, then feel free. And um, we this is Bridging the Gap. We do have our special guest, Mark, here with us today. 
Um, we do want to give you our handles um, where you can find me. My name's JD De La Fuente. Um, you can find me there on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram and Della's Texas on TikTok, which is new to me. Yes. And what about you, Aaron? You can, yeah, your- same thing. You can find me on Facebook, Aaron Aponte, on Instagram, Aaron underscore J underscore Aponte, and on TikTok, Coach Aaron Aponte. You can find me on those are my handles. All right, guys. Um, hit us up. Give us a DM, and we would love to connect with you guys. Uh, any, any place you'd like to plug your business or – emails for questions uh a lot of stuff is still in the works right now because a lot of things are being transitioned over from the martial arts school that i'm working out of okay so i can't really right now i appreciate it maybe next time i'm back in texas yeah we could we could do something yeah that sounds good well we'll tag you in these videos and we'll plug you in feel free to share them with your audience you know where wherever you're at um, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Once again, this is Bridging the Gap, and we can't wait to let you guys in on episode three, which will be coming to you very soon. Thank you guys so much for listening. Once appreciate again, my guys. name is JD De La Fuente. I'm Aaron Aponte. Appreciate y'all. And we are Bridging the Gap. Much love. Till next time. <laughs>